Hi again, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to 23rd Mind TV. This is episode three. Yeah. You didn't see that one coming, did you? Just to note that if you're listening to this on the stream, there is a video. So go over to YouTube and check out Trapart Film YouTube channel. And that's where you'll find the 23rd Mind TV video screening. That's right. And if you are watching it, you are obviously watching us talking about this right now. So anyway, welcome to the third episode. And uh, would you like to uh, say anything else about the stream that well, has I think been we developed? Should. Yeah. So over the past month, the Rendering Unconscious podcast stream has kind of grown. And that's because when I started the podcast, I kind of hijacked Carl's Highbrow Low Life label SoundCloud. And I put my Rendering Unconscious podcast on it and into the RSS feed. And since then, Carl started Radio Mega Golem, his own podcast. And so we decided instead of having things differentiated on different streams, we just keep them all in the Highbrow Low Life stream. So now they're Rendering Unconscious podcast. We've already streamed the first two 23rd Mind TVs there. Yep. Radio Mega Golem's first episodes there. And then since it was originally the Highbrow Low Life Labels SoundCloud, there are a bunch of different tracks and uh, live performances, spoken word performances already in the SoundCloud. So little by little, I'm going to start feeding those into the stream as well. So that way you can hear some of our live performances also. Yeah, and there will be more uh, archival stuff also. We simply have so much. And sometimes we forget that we have them. But for instance, uh, some lectures that uh, we have uh, put up on YouTube and that have been on other platforms uh, will now be uh, pulled into this main hub of ours, which is the SoundCloud. And uh, at the end of the episode, we'll, we'll uh, give you the URL for that. It's easy to find. Easy to find. Yeah. And I mean, uh, as you can see... Uh, we are in our usual environment uh, at home in Stockholm and we had actually planned that this third episode would have been shot in uh, uh, New, New York. York. But uh, our trip that was scheduled and we looked forward to it a lot, not only to do things like events but also to, to uh, meet family and friends, um, we decided a couple of days before we were about to leave, actually on the Friday the 13th of March, um, to cancel the trip because the uh, pandemic uh, chaos and panic uh, seemed to be on the rise and we would rather stay at home um, to see what actually happened. And then what happened, everybody knows, the U.S. Uh, banned travel into the U.S. So that was kind of a done deal. So basically we stayed at home. And as things have uh, evolved, we are very happy to be home, I have to say. So, a shame about New York. Uh, when everything settles down, we will return, of course, and reschedule uh, film screenings that didn't happen in New York. But on that note, I would just like to say that uh, if you hadn't seen those films, 
Um, you can, of course, see them online on the Vimeo On Demand, the place that the page that carries all of um, our film stuff. Um, but then the film screenings wasn't the biggest loss. We had planned to have a book evening at the wonderful bookstore Mast uh, together with uh, Genesis. And uh, just a couple of days, literally two days after um, we had canceled our trip, Jen died. Uh, I don't think that's any news to um, any of you. It's hard to miss that, that uh, Jen died. Uh, but um, that said, you know, it wasn't, uh, it was expected, but when it really hits you, it's always a sad blow. And we have had some weeks now, actually three weeks of just um, uh, grieving and uh, be feeling uh, sad. Uh, that has now moved into maybe a feeling of uh, relief uh, on behalf of Jan, who no longer needs to be uh, sick and uh, impaired and uh, infirm and can now just focus on being an ethereal body and be creative on other spheres. Uh, that said, it was really sad. Um, of course, as you know, if you watch the two first episodes and follow us on social media, uh, I'm very happy, we are very happy about the release of uh, the Sacred Intent book. And I'll just quickly uh, show that. Um, it arrived um, literally um, for Jen's 70th birthday. And that was the idea from the beginning. That's what the concept was, that we should have this book out and released on February 22nd, which was uh, Jen's 70th birthday. And Jen actually got copies of the book on the birthday. So that was pretty good timing. Um, but now the book is out there and it's getting wonderful attention, wonderful reviews, uh, not unexpected. Um, and it's, um, it's a joy to have this kind of summary of these conversations that we've had since 1986 up until 2019. It covers a lot of ground, a lot of radical ideas from, from Jan. And it's just a great summing up of a friendship that will be sadly missed, I have to say. Um, on that note, <laughs> just have to show that uh, the album, the last album that we did together, it's also Jan's last album. Uh, in general, uh, Loyalty Does Not End With Death, that came out last year, um, is now in print again uh, via uh, Ideal Recordings and Boomcat and other sellers too. Uh, and that goes, there are a few copies left of the 12 inch with the bonus tracks, but mainly the um, LP is out there. So you should check that out if you haven't already. It, in a similar way, like with the book Sacred Intent, it is a kind of a summary of uh, a process that started already in the late 80s of working with spoken word and ambient music and uh, catching Jan's uh, mind and soul and eloquence and poetry, basically. So we're very happy that they're out there and sort of uh, keeping uh, Jen alive. Yeah. Yeah, and I must say we've been very creative during this period. Mm. Um, I had just handed in a book on the 9th, so this is the Monday of the week that all this happened. Yeah. And Carl just wrapped up a book of his as well. Yeah. So we've been working on more creative projects, making music. I've been doing tons of cut-ups and collages. Mm -hmm. I've also been manically editing together old footage from conferences that we've had. 
um, and putting those up on YouTube. Some of those have become Rendering Unconscious Podcast episodes as well. Others of them are up on YouTube as full panels from our Psychoanalysis Art and the Occult Conference in London in 2016, and then our conference Rewriting the Future, 100 Years of Esoteric Modernism in Psychoanalysis, which was held in Murano, Italy last year in 2019. So check those out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's uh, if we have any advice for, for you during these uh, very, very strange times. It's simply that if you're in some kind of, uh, you know, isolation or what do you call it, quarantine, uh, it's just to, to use the time wisely and be as creative as you can be. Because um, although the overall structure is a sad and uh, shocking one, um, if you have more time w with yourself, you can also use that for yourself and just catch up on all those creative things that you had had in mind to perhaps uh, wrap up someday. This might be a good time to do it. Um, that's how we're thinking about it, like every day. Uh, and we uh, usually have a lot of things to do in terms of creative stuff. And, and now it seems that um, we do get more things done, actually. And it's not that we necessarily have uh, more time, because as the, you know, the day only has 12 or 24 hours. Um, but it's a matter of how diligently and how focused uh, we use it. And I think that's affected us in a kind of a positive way. Yeah, also, well, trying not to be too focused on social media and the news uh, keeps me off of the computer and the internet um, more because I don't want to kind of get sucked into that all day and get depressed. So instead, I've been focusing more on doing collages and uh, cut-ups and that sort of thing just to keep myself occupied in material, tangible reality at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that said, we have uh, wrapped up not only those books that Vanessa mentioned, we also wrapped up some things. I have made a new film, a documentary about a Swedish photographer. Uh, I will wait a bit, I will tell you more about that in the next episode, because it is a good one. Uh, but we have a new product, a new CD collaboration between Highbrow Lowlife and Trapar Editions. And it's a wonderful collaboration called Sound 23 uh, between uh, Douglas Lucas and Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really fun to do. Um, and I'm so glad that it's out now. We've been working on it for a while. And actually, today we just got the tracks in from Douglas's wife, Jillian Street. And we're going to start putting together a release between Jillian and I soon. So that'll be next time. You might hear more about that. But as far as Sound 23, what I did for the deluxe boxes is I created a few of these large size collages and then included in each box, uh, we cut these into sections of four so that every box gets one of the quarters of one of these collages. So that's the kind of original art piece you get in this album. We should say also that in the, in the box, there are more things. Uh, one of the first thing is that there are straight reproductions of the collages that you used for cutting them up. So there, there are three, right? Three uh, original collages reproduced in each of the deluxe boxes. And th there are more things too. Yeah, so everybody gets to see what the original three collages look like. And then there's also included some pages that we scanned 
from Carl's first novel, Mother Have a Safe Trip, that I cut up and rearranged. And some of the songs on the album are me reading pages from the book after I cut it up. So some of the pages from the book are reproduced uh, as collaged images and also included in the deluxe edition, as well as some pictures of Douglas and I. Mm -hmm. Plus informational sheets and one of the poems uh, reproduced also. Yeah, the first track that Douglas and I had done together for a previous release called Message 23 um, was called A Mirror of Nothing. And so I recently made a video for that song um, with Carl and Jen and I all represented in it. And so I included a transcription of that poem that was that song in this release as well. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look at that. A mirror, powerlessness, further than we'd ever imagined is in imaginary transference. Be, no, I do not agree. The forward of the come to change the process that changes with it extent they succeed, extremely searching minds. English language was published in Folly of Vanity or Our Thought Patterns. Argue that, thought we would be a few pictures, embodiment, United States of M is the product teaches that, created in the garden, choice, a union, principles, gender, where fiction ordinarily die across thee, pushed to we, through I are one, he or what, aims trembled, to soul, from beneath. Nikola Tesla with, with phenomenal, up with the data, spread their thoughts or ideas, explorations and the apocryphal brother, keep our, gave a really, guards the, the accumulation of, biological first, looking for new ones feverishly as fragmented of the paradox of things but you it was the last tie as father behold as thee and after all that nothing matters Yeah, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that was from um, 
uh, Douglas Lucas and Vanessa, A Mirror of Nothing. And the Sound 23 project, which is a standard release and a deluxe um, release edition. Um, of course, it's a joint venture between Highbrow Lowlife and Trapar editions. And we should probably mention that Highbrow Lowlife, um, of course, has a website. And that was recently revamped by Vanessa to include uh, basically everything to be the real hub of the musical stuff because as many of you know we have a band campsite and there's a SoundCloud and there's a YouTube channel and all of these sort of social media and pl platforms and trappings but in terms of the music Hybrid Low Life is the best place to go when you want to check these things out because from there there are links to all the other ones and it has a more or less full uh, catalog listed we're working on improving that all of the time and of course we're releasing new stuff all the time so the latest release uh, again uh, that you can read about there is sound 23 by douglas lucas and vanessa and, and uh, the rss feed is also included on that site so you can see that going by and as well the song that you just heard was from message 23 which yeah. you can find there and on our band camp but i also recently made a video for sound 23 from a song called demonic morning yeah. and so you can watch that now as well The band, Mosley, Manly, a bunch of happy hippies and hilarious hangarounds gathered to celebrate life and the psychedelic experience on the rooftops of Mary, as well as being of adults. It seems that young Americans' integration of a wider definition, age-destined, artificial human companions, everything, the child who plays with whispered into his ear, no, I know you think so, but it's actually all of them, he replied, leaving her slightly puzzled. The soundtrack drifted back to electronic sounds, and Victor recognized it immediately. It was Black Spot's High, Day in Paradise. God was tired, and the images changed. Was super, in position, frolicking, and being nice to each. A dry eye in the cross, roads, and this in paradise proper, superimposed over the 
that Victor had at one point visited, immersed in the rays of the morning sun, superimposed with images of Nordic runes, Hebrew letters, programming of 19th century. He had himself, he, ally, civilized regions of the world, 20 years, and girls are well, dressed and well, which then dissolved into a million multicolored fragments. The projection then changed back to special treatment of cosmic patterns, well-being of adults, and eventually ended with a slow fading out. The crowd could see the actual water well again, and then nothing. The silence was overwhelming. People couldn't move or say at our own behavior or environment. Silence, along, Osho, are many dollhouses that provide this time. Mary joined them as did Lucy and Rama. Victor Stell held Govinda in embrace. When he eventually let go, he looked Mary in the eyes. Didn't I just say that? Until it's time to. Imaginative libido. Some of that things tilt ones out that provokes tomorrow with exactly the same thing and nothing matters. But until then, are you high, baby? Slightly worried. You bet I am. We may have been by then. We by then. Deep in the night, people continued dancing and having a during opening hours. And there is in and big hands. Future items belonging in the spheres resembling a thing being his was not strictly a matter of toys, minds, and Rama asked if she wanted something to drink. They, the loud music, Rama for what is, and they sat down to eternal thanks. He seems to be at home, Rama began. How are you? How do you feel? Mary sat silent for a while, thinking about the question. Just one week earlier, she had been home in the celestial minorities. What to believe or believe in was in the Himalayas again, reading many details of sun and in the middle of a cosmic new arrivals, memories from her youth. Rama, I don't know. It's a little bit much to take. Don't worry around her. Who knows any happiness, though? You, long as you want. I know, 
I that in itself makes me happy. Any of this is actually true. Have I been dreaming all along? Which the policing of the police was a hot ticket debate issue. The newly elected DA had promised sounds were muffled, as if coming from a great distance. People were dancing as one mass of unified life force, creating an ethereal glow that lit up the entire village. We, the imaginative, Victor, Bow, destructive behaviors can be contagious. Must and behavior of the child in question. What remember a poem that Victor wrote when he was seven? He brought it to my father, who read it aloud to everyone at that time. I still remember it. Father figures are hard to find. What? He wrote that when he was seven? Mary asked. Yes. Very good poem, right? Sure. It's absolutely beautiful. Maybe a little sad, too. Not an ordinary child, not an ordinary mother, Rama, for what see dictated the shape of these important eternity. She long time own question in Switzerland of thee. Rama, Mary said softly after a while, I don't quite know how to say this. Your face is alive, actually, very alive. So was yours, Rama whispered. For leaves very little for the imagination, she asked, and constitutes sure of it for many billions of years. But now you're back, back in Nepal, back on the planet of varying sizes. A multicolored vortex, pose, DNA, robots, for instance, can't fulfill. Leading out companions, their robotic presence, Christmas lights. You know what, Rama? I think I actually just left the planet. They burst out laughing hysterically and then wandered slowly back to the center of the mass giggling like small children on a mischievous adventure. Time passed as it usually does. The party went on. The stars, the gross national product, her, them, when, he, him, music machines. It's no wonder that, and the chemical worlds of wonder were, pre-people, remembered, had retired, some were busy making love, but most of them were still dancing and frolicking. Even the local Nepalese had joined in and danced in their own traditional name. You know thy name? Now isn't that a coincidence? Way emerged some, easy and emotional, prevalence of introducing each other. Someone shouted in, going to hurt, who's manipulated, but the locals 
victim shouted before Emily drew her experience out, we saw it. Great, that's a fantastic video. Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff to, to enjoy at the um, Highbrow Lowlife site and of course at the other places too. Um, one of the things that have been added since um, the last episode of 23rd Mind TV is um, basically a long-term project, but one that has, um, uh, I don't know, bloomed in the wake, literal wake uh, of the, after the demise of Genesis, Peorage, uh, and that's the uh, Mega Golem, the art project that I um, sort of conceptualized, uh, I'd say 10 years ago, uh, and that has since grown um, considerably and will grow so, you know, even more from now on, because this thing that we've started through our channels is called Radio Mega Golem. And it's basically, I wouldn't call it a podcast, it's more like a poetic transmission. But each episode of the Radio Mega Golem is a part of the creation of the Mega Golem magical being. And, and um, that has been going on for a while. Uh, we have received uh, not only our own artworks to build this composite magical creature, uh, but also from other artists who want who have wanted to contribute. And so slowly but surely the Mega Golem is, is growing and um, I would say uh, with a frequency of um, once a month, I'd say, there will be a Radio Mega Golem episode uh, and that will also be a part of the Mega Golem. The first episode is uh, a very special thing, uh, a special part of the Mega Golem, and that's the Mega Golem's sense of direction. Uh, the death of Genesis uh, means a new sense of direction for the Mega Golem, and that's really what this first um, episode of Radio Mega Golem is about, if it's about anything. Um, it's a joy and pleasure to put together. Uh, you'll find some. Um, Perhaps not information or information behind be, was the, be, between the lines, possibly, but it's more like, as, like I said, a poetic transmission. And I think that if you like the kind of music that we do and the kind of writing that we do and previous musical projects like Cotton Ferox and White Stains, uh, you will will very likely uh, enjoy Radio Mega Golem. Yeah, and if you want to read more about the Mega Golem and what that is and Carl's invention of it. Um, he talks about it in the book Resonances from Scarlet Imprint yep. and in Occulture as well. That's right. From Inner Traditions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there will be more uh, explanations, poetic explanations, in the coming episodes of Radio Mega Golem too. Yeah, that's basically what we've been up to, but we are uh, fortunately not alone on the planet. Um, and uh, we have been receiving some very, very interesting stuff from friends out there. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've uh, received and what we feel uh, is uh, noteworthy. Yeah. Well, first let's talk about Adele. Yeah. Adele Soto 156. Uh, we're longtime friends and fans. Um, 
he's from Miami and has been a main player in the Miami underground scene for decades. Um, he lived in New York for, I guess, about a decade as well. And he does these things called throwaway poems, where he writes poems on cards. And when he lived in New York, he would leave them in the subways, um, either just on torn sheets of paper or on note cards. Um, and if you lived in New York for any period of time while he did, you probably ran into one of these somewhere along the way. They were everywhere, and they're mm. amazing to find. What a treat. Yeah, and Adele is very he's a multi-talented guy because it's not only like, you know, poetry is, of course, the basis of everything, um, but there are uh, scenes, you know, fan scenes with uh, writing and poetry, of course, but also of photography. Uh, he has a very interesting project where he's uh, taking photos of... Uh, metal so-called battle jackets you know with the band names on uh, jeans vests and stuff like that it's a very very nice thing and of course then there's the music uh, with the project 156 uh, or maybe it's 156 uh, but it's just very good stuff and this particular record is one of our favorites where all the music is played on uh, bones human bones human bones yeah <laughs> And this LP is gorgeous. Um, I just have to show you the actual vinyl because not only is it this beautiful lavender, but it comes in this amazing cream vinyl as well. And um, he just recently on his band camp released a couple of like the outtakes, extra tracks from this album. So go to 156 Bandcamp. Well, all the links are in the text with this yeah. episode. Um, yeah, and check that out. Yeah, Adele is great. Check him out. And then another thing I wanted to make sure to mention, um, Haiti Impress does these great little booklets. Um, and so I just wanted to mention my personal favorites from another dear friend of ours, Demetrius Lacroix. And uh, it's on Papa Legba, a little workbook on Papa Legba. And Demetrius currently lives in New Orleans. And you might recognize him because he's been in the Fenris Wolf Volume 9. He was one of our speakers at the first Psychoanalysis Art in the Occult Conference. And now he's one of the owners of a botanica in New Orleans called Botanica. Botanica Macumba. Um, and of course, you know, we're not all traveling and visiting places right now, but they are doing some online classes and workshops. So definitely check those out as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's just uh, another way of saying also be creative during these strange times because we had originally actually planned to go to New Orleans uh, after New York because they were going to host, the Macumba people were going to host a conference on necromancy that sounded really, really interesting. We were really looking forward to it. Yeah, but of course that's, uh, that was cancelled uh, too. Uh, of course, I think we'll, just like the dead, eventually rise. That will rise again sometime in the future. But... Um, they are doing, like Vanessa said, online things. People are moving a lot of the work onto online platforms. And I think we're trying as hard as we can to support uh, all of the people, small businesses, small artists, um, doing things. And uh, now their only outlet is through their own web shops and through their own online like um, courses and readings and all of these things. So uh, this is certainly a time to be supportive of people far away that you can't meet because there is no longer any physical pro proximity. Uh, but um, this is probably um, the best use of the internet I've come across so far to support your friends. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think instead of us all like 
I mean, of course, we're going to watch a lot of Netflix right now. But I think in addition to that, we could do like different online classes. Like I've been re-watching Shireen Vismaya and Caitlin Foyze's class on like the tarot. They have a class on the major arcana and the minor arcana. So doing things like that, Demetrius's workshops, other workshops online. So you can kind of learn instead of just like passively ingesting all of this uh, yeah. streaming services. That's right. That's right. Um, well, we have many friends. We're happy about that. And one of our dearest friends, as you faithful 23rd Mind TV people already know, is Val Denham. And recently there has been a new release from Val, a beautiful new album. I have to show off this one too because yeah. she sent us a hand-drawn copy <laughs> of it as well. Yeah. And it's together with uh, the outfit uh, Pharmacia. And it, it's called The Devil Now Knows you, knows Your Name Now. And it's, as usual, uh, brilliant stuff. Um, Val is always great. Pharmacy is great. It's a very um, musical, you know, it's really musical compositions. And it's like, a, in a way, like a pop album. A weird pop album. Weird pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which fits Val very well. So we strongly recommend this album. We have listened to it a lot. And of course, uh, check out anything, everything that Val does. Yeah, what else? What else? Well, the last thing to mention is on Monday, we're going to start uh, talking more explicitly about our magical practices on yeah. Patreon. So um, definitely join us there on the 23rd Mind level and up. I've already written a, a couple that are coming up in the upcoming weeks, and Carl and I will be rotating, talking about each of our individual practices and also practices together, and being pretty explicit about like the steps we take when we're formulating our artworks or magical workings, so that you can try these things for yourself if you feel so inclined. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there there are many levels to to why we're doing this. Uh, one is, uh, of course, that we want to you know want to cater to uh, people's interest, and many f of our social media followers and patrons too uh, do ask about these things you know you know what are you up to and what's your tradition what's your lineage and stuff like that uh, so that's reason enough to talk about it but on another level deeper level uh, there's also this thing uh, which I have been thinking of uh, a lot specifically during the past years from my normal magical anthropological uh, angle or perspective and that's this thing that um, magic is very much I mean it's a word or a term that's hard to define but if we just stick with it for, for the lack of a better more complex one magic is according to me a part of a survival instinct and I think that there's going to be a kind of a massive interest in these things when people are uh, anxious and they're they're worried and uh, it's not like superficial anxiety it's uh, time we're going through now in which i believe that we have to ask ourselves some really deep existential questions about methods methodology because many of the methods that have been used specifically during the past hundred years have not really been so constructive, to say the least. <laughs> and, and maybe what we're seeing now is a kind of a breakdown in a way. It's not the apocalypse, but it's certainly a very, very radical time. And I think people will be interested in hearing about uh, how are other people thinking about this? 
you know, is it time for some kind of major overhaul? Uh, maybe. I think the, the only uh, overhaul that has any lasting value is the overhaul you create in yourself. Then if more than one people, more than yourself, if you're, uh, you know, teaming up with people of like mind and you're finding a common language, uh, I think that that could be very beneficial to the totality, to the big picture. And uh, according to me, according to us, you know, uh, I think magic is a key element in understanding how to survive in a more intelligent and, uh, way and a less suffering way. Uh, because much of this, what's going on, is kind of completely unnecessary. And it really has to do with mind frames, perspectives, uh, honesty, many of the key concepts of, of uh, magic. So... Uh, that said, I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but we will, from next week, as Vanessa said, we'll be writing about these things on the uh, 23rd Mind level at our Patreon. So you're more than welcome to join there. And um, I don't know, we'll just uh, carry on and produce a hell of a lot of stuff so that we have something to talk about in the next episode that will be out there soon. <laughs> and something I'd like to add is that um, you know, as far as magic goes, it's, it's, according to me, I don't see it as something supernatural or like, you know, meta. I think it's very natural yeah. and I think it's very related to working with the earth, working with the dead, working with your ancestors, paying attention to the land, respecting other people and people of the land and other people's practices, as well as looking at yourself honestly and trying to be respectful of yourself as well. So I think these things are all very natural and I think that kind of the way mainstream society over the past hundred years has evolved has been really disjointed and away from what's, you know, the natural way of working with ourselves and with the earth clearly. So I think that this might be sort of like a reconciliation with that um, and we could use it in that way anyway. There's an opportunity for that. Absolutely. We're at a crossroads and we're going to choose the right path. We're at a crossroads. Yep. Yep. That said, take care and we'll see you next time on the next episode of 23rd Mind TV. Thanks for watching. Bye. <laughs>